Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Bwatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. It is our year of supernatural growth. Let's please put our hands together for the Lord Jesus. Appreciating him, he is the owner and the builder of the church. Let's also appreciate him for the life of the prophets of God. Please put your hands together. We salute the first lady and you are all welcome to tonight's service. Reading from Psalm 105 verse 5 says, Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and judgments he pronounced. So we are here to remember what the Lord has done through our testimonies. We are going to take two live testimonies. Please, let's put our hands together for the Lord and thank him in advance as we watch our screens for the testimonies. So our first testimony, Miracle Baby by, by Brother Ernest. Miracle Baby Hello, people of by God. Brother Ernest. My name is Ernest Apriaku, and I'm here to testify how God gave my wife and I a miracle baby. We got married in June 2021, and after we got married, we were so happy, but two weeks down the line, people, friends, and family members started calling in and telling my wife about the dreams that they have been having and trying to tell my wife that uh, the enemy is planning to stop her from getting pregnant. So fear immediately gripped her and fear came into the marriage. So we started praying about the whole thing and believing the Lord for the fruit of the womb. God being so good, in February 2022, she got pregnant and we blessed the name of the Lord for it. But one midnight, two weeks into the pregnancy, she was sleeping in the room alone. At that time, I, I had traveled. And she said there was a heavy wind and she saw some image passing by the window and she got shocked whilst in bed. So when she woke up in the morning, she realized that she has miscarriage. She cried and cried bitterly. So we, we didn't give up. We still continued praying and believing the Lord for the fruit of the womb. And at that period in time, Reverend Dr. Kojobu Atembenpa was preaching a lot about keys, opening different kinds of doors. And we were also praying and fasting about the whole situation. So it was in, in April 2022 that whilst I was praying and fasting, I had an encounter in a vision. And in the vision, I saw Reverend Dr. Kojobu Atembenpa sitting on a chair at the entrance of the church. And I saw a long queue. People were coming to see him for prayers. I was standing inside the auditorium and immediately an angel appeared to me. And the angel told me that I should go and join the queue for Reverend Dr. Kojo Boatimbempa to pray for my wife to get pregnant. And the angel said that there's 2,000 Ghana cities in my pocket. I should go and give it to him. Then he will pray for my wife to get pregnant. So I immediately joined the queue in the vision. And when it got to my turn, the man of God asked me, what do I want? And I told him that I want my wife to get pregnant and give birth. So he prayed for my wife in the vision, and I gave him the seed of 
2,000 Ghana cities in the vision. So immediately I came out of the vision, I realized that I've gotten the key to the answer to the prayer. So the following Sunday, I withdrew 2,000 Ghana cities and came to see Reverend Dr. Kojo Boateng Bempa with my wife. So it was after Sunday's second service that we went to see him. Then we told him that uh, we are believing the Lord for the fruit of the womb. So he took the seed of 2,000 cities, placed it on the tummy of my wife and prayed for her. He prayed for my wife. So it was down the line uh, in uh, five months later. At that time, we were in our season of fasting. We were doing change of story in September 2022. So it was during that period that after, immediately after the prayers and fasting in September, my wife realized that she has, she's pregnant. And God being so good, in uh, June 2023, she gave birth. Yeah, so I'm here to thank God for this great miracle that he has done for my family through the, his servant, Reverend Dr. Kojobu Atimbempa. Daddy, thank you very much. And I believe in miracle, so should you. Praise the Lord. My name is Abena, and I'm here to testify about how God changed my VFT results and healed me of glaucoma. So in 2021, I was in secondary school. I used to complain a lot about having blurry vision and then my, my eyesight was just blurry all the time. So I went home and then I went to see a doctor and we had a VFT scan to confirm if what they were thinking was true. So after I was confirmed, I was supposed to do another test, an OCT scan and then a CCT scan to know the root of the problem. After all that, I didn't really pay much attention to it because the doctors were not really telling me anything because they said I was too young to handle the issue well. So they were just telling my parents about it. But initially, they asked me to stop taking foods that I normally eat, like beans, curry, seafood, and those things. They just told me to stop eating because they told me it will trigger the glaucoma. And if you're not telling me the issue, why are you telling me to stop eating all those things? So I didn't really pay much attention. So in 2022, when I went to university, I was invited to Holy Hill. And I started worshiping with Holy Hill at the time that we were doing the 30 days change of story. So I decided to get involved and then participate in all the activities. So I was fasting and then during that period, they gave us the prayer request cards. And I, one of my prayer points was for God to heal me and then change the result of that VFT scan for me. And mind you, during that same time, I was on some glaucoma medications. All of a sudden, the medication was missing from my room in the hostel. I don't even understand how, and I didn't even bother to look for it because I was believing and trusting God that I'll be healed. So I didn't even bother looking for the medicines. So after the fasting, last year, 2022, November, I have another scan to see how like, the glaucoma has got to the stages has got to and everything. And when we went to do the results, after I was done, the same doctor that did the first VFT test for me, when he did, she did the second one. She was just looking at the results for like two to three minutes. She wasn't saying anything, just looking at the results. And then she told me that I don't think there's anything wrong with me. There's no glaucoma. And then the glaucoma hasn't affected my vision. So I should just go home and then come back every month for a checkup just to be sure. 
And after after that, I haven't been to the hospital since. And I haven't had any blurry vision or anything. So I'd like to thank Jesus for this testimony. I believe in miracles and so should you. So by the word of a prophet, our brother received this miracle baby and our sister has been healed of glaucoma. Please put your hands together for the Lord in a better way, appreciating him. We also want to welcome Sister Elam. Let's kindly welcome her with a clap. She testifies of healing of deafness in the left ear after 25 years. Put your hands together and welcome her. Supernatural growth. Help me thank Jesus, the owner and the builder of the Disgrace Church. And help me thank Daddy and Mommy for this great opportunity. My name is Elam. I'm here to testify about how God healed me of blockage of the left ear for over 25 years. When I was young, I was having an issue with my left ear. And uh, I quite remember that sometimes when I sleep and wake up, there is a blood that will be coming out from my left ear. So since then, I couldn't hear from my left ear. And I went to hospital. The doctor told me if I didn't go under surgery, I can't hear with my left ear. So during that time, the money that they want to take, we couldn't afford it. So I was left with that problem. So on the 4th of June, I came to church and daddy called out those who are having issues with their ears and their eyes. So with that faith, I walked to the altar and daddy prayed for me. So immediately he prayed for me. He asked us to test our faith. So whilst daddy was preaching, I used my right ear, a hand to block the right ear to see whether I can use the left ear to hear. And throughout the service, I can use the left ear to hear everything clear. But, but I wasn't satisfied with that. So when I went home, I want to try. So anytime I receive call, I will use the phone with my left ear to see whether I can hear anything. And since then, up to date, I can hear everything clear with my left ear. There is nothing wrong. And uh, I wasn't satisfied with that too, so I went to the hospital to see whether what the doctor told me is true. So I went and they do another test and they told me there is nothing wrong with me. So I'm okay. And I thank God for how he have healed me and everything. Thank you, Jesus. So for this sister, 25 good years, it's not a joke. But by the special grace of God and through the prophets of God, God has healed her once again. Put your hands together for the Lord and appreciate him. Knowing that whatever situation that has persisted in your life, tonight is the end of that problem in Jesus' name. Thank God. We want to thank God tonight. Even as we give our offering to the Lord. We want to bless Yeah, 
put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. Today is going to be the last night with the amazing preacher, amazing biblicist. Is that how you call it? Biblicist. Bishop Noah Jones. I want you to know that something spectacular is about to happen to you. Let's welcome the bishop. Wow. Unforgettable experience. I don't know what to say after all that. Take somebody's hand, if you will. Leave no one untouched. Stretch across the aisles if you have to. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. And our hearts are overwhelmed because you have been so good to us. And we've discovered, Lord, that you love us through other people that you have selected and chosen people who know you to be kind to us and we just want to say thank you thank you for every person in this room thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice and I pray now Lord that you will extend your mighty hand and bless and bless and bless again let no one go hurt or lacking let no one be broke or sad but send the spirit of joy and power and peace and I pray God that you would move until you get through bless us until we know it's you and we will give you the glory into perpetuity because you are God all by yourself squeeze those hands I squeeze joy in these hands I squeeze deliverance in these hands I squeeze financial blessings in these hands. I squeeze everything that God has for you right now in these hands. And I claim it right now that you'll be healthy, that you'll be strong, that you'll be delivered, that you'll have power over the enemy, that you put him under your feet. And I claim that now. And if you believe God, lose those hands, give God some glory. Glory in his house. He's worthy of all of our praises. And you may be seated as this uh, euphonious and melodious choir. Amen. I, I, I had to whisper to your honorable pastor how marvelous and how wonderful this organization is and the way he has put everything together in this house. You ought to celebrate that. Amen. You ought to celebrate that. Amen. It takes, it takes quite a team to make things work. And it takes a great deal of humility in order to have unity. Should I say that again? In order to have unity, you have to have humility. And in order to have humility, you have to have love. It's very critical to understand that, uh, let's say, for instance, you were five foot two, you are a hundred pounds wet, and your husband is six foot eight, 
275 pounds of proportion protoplasm and he tells you to hush be quiet woman and you don't say another word now there's a difference between being humbled and being overpowered should I go over that again see when you're being humbled when you're humble and you can't insult somebody who's humble Sila gotta soak that in because if I self abnegate there's no way you can hurt my feelings if I'm already humble it's the proud whose feelings get hurt mm. just meditate on that for a minute Humility is when you have the power and you release the power because of love. I don't have to be with you. I can make it on my own. But I choose to be with you because I love you and I humble myself to relate to you. That's why we have such beautiful and wonderful music. That's why the choir was so euphonious and melodious. Somebody had to give up. Somebody had to give up their time to rehearse, give up their time to come together. And we ought to give God celebration for this great group. Now, I declare I have the best band in the land, but I think you all come a great second. <laughs> uh, this is a marvelous group. Uh, I was told uh, by one of my sons that for those of you who have received envelopes, you can bring them while we're preaching, and that'll be fine. Uh, now, again, I cannot get up here and not say some things about leadership and about the man and woman of God that God has selected for you. And when God gives you precious people, you should love them and take care of them. Let nobody in this city have something to say about your leader and you just sit there and listen. There is a look that you give people. There is just a way you look at them when they start talking and immediately they shut up. Just one look. You know how to look at your children when they're cutting up in, in, in the grocery store. Uh, when you've trained them right, just one look. You don't have to whip them in the store and have them dragged out. Listen, when I was, when I was raising my kids, it would not be, uh, I would say very quietly, Noel, sit down. Eric, sit down. Tiffany, sit down. And after that was the judgment. Because we trained them. Noel, sit down. Didn't I tell you to sit down? Must I tell you again to sit down? You know what? I'm going to get the belt. Then he finally sits down. But what you did was you trained him. That you're going to say it four or five times before he has to do it. But if you just whisper, Noel, sit down. And he doesn't sit down. And the judgment comes then he understands 
that nobody's going to get perturbed. Never allow people to be negative about your leader. Don't allow it. Don't allow it. Where were they when you were on drugs? Who was preaching to you and who was praying for you when you were in trouble in the social environment that you are a part of? Who was there? See, a lot of people come on later with a lot of comments and a lot of negative things to say. But anytime God blesses you with somebody, you take care of them. Amen. Amen. Anybody who gets you closer to God is a gift from God. Because you've had people to curse you. Mm -hmm. You've had people to ruin your life. And if it hadn't been from a word from God with a great leader, great preacher, somebody who cares and loves you, I don't know where you would be today. So we want to celebrate this man of God and give God praise. And to all of the great preachers and to his wife who has stood by him. Amen. 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 Uh, and you have to secure your leaders. Uh, I got married after 27 years. I wasn't married. Now I marry and some deranged woman smacks my wife. Just, I've got security standing there. I fired all of them. Right there, and the woman lost her mind and, and smacked my wife, knocked her out. Did you believe me? Knocked my little wife out. I'd waited all these years for a little wife, and you're going to knock her out. <laughs> but God is a good God. I want you to turn with me tonight to St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 15. And when you read Matthew, Matthew is literally writing to the Jewish people. And he is presenting Jesus as king. And as he writes to the Jewish people, he does something that I think is quite exceptional. And that is that he widens their borders. He widens their conceptualization of how God deals with mankind. Because they are so tied and locked into tradition. And it is very important to understand that you can be religious and not be spiritual. Because oftentimes we get caught up in our religious endeavors. And fail to understand that when you walk with Jesus Christ, it is not rules, it's relationships. And the closer you get to him, the greater he moves in your life. And the greater he moves in your life, the more viable you become as it relates to touching the lives of other people. And so significantly, Matthew is bringing them to understand that you are not the only people that God is dealing with. So in Matthew chapter 15, we have a little example of him moving them to a greater and wider scope. Then Jesus, I think, it's verse 21, I'm sorry. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, 
Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her, not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, send her away, for she crieth after us. What kind of unmitigated gall and audacity would they have to believe that anybody came to see them? But he answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now, for those of you who are very grammatical in your presentation, in your English speaking, he answered not a word. When the disciples said, send her away, he's got two requests before him. One request is, help me. My daughter's grievously vexed with the devil. The other request is, send her away. But he answered and said, but there is no object. So to whom is he speaking? He's got two requests. Send her away and help me. And he answered and said, I'm not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, and it didn't say to whom he is speaking. It is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, oh, woman, Lord have mercy, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. And Jesus departed thence and came nigh unto the sea of Galilee. Went into a mountain and sat down there. I want to, well, maybe you should look at somebody like you're, like you're angry with him. Just look him in the face. And I want you to tell them. Grace suspends the rules when grace suspends the rules. Now look at somebody else on the other side with all the ebullience you can muster and look at them and say, make me want to holler and throw up both my hands. You have to escape the traditional trap that oftentimes is necessary to discover the truth that is any, in any particular text. Especially when the narrative is about Jesus. One of the th rules of thumb as you approach the scriptures is even though you're dealing with a variety of characters in the Bible, you deal with David and Abraham, you're dealing with the disciples, you're dealing with the Syrophoenician woman, you're dealing 
with Zacchaeus, you're dealing with a woman at the well. Even though you're dealing with a multiple number of characters, God is always the star. I don't read about David to know about David. I read about David to know about David's God. Any personality that I choose to read about in the scriptures, I choose them to see how God operates in their lives. Can I digress for a minute? Let me digress. Let me walk away from the text. I ask your permission. You deal with the prodigal son and <laughs> my friend and I, we argue quite a bit. Maybe he's hearing this tonight. We argue quite a bit when we deal with the prodigal son about the boy who was left at home. You remember the young son got all his goods and he took off and he spent his money on slow horses and fast women and... Uh, he uh, rather grew broke. And my friend says that the brother was backslidden at home because the brother's attitude towards the brother who came back was a negative kind of a response. And so we then make it look like the church people are a little bit hard about people who are restored. Uh, I propose that the one who was at home, I propose that he was normal. I would like you to give some thought to the fact that nobody invited him to the party. He had never left home. He was faithful to his dad. And his younger brother grabbed all his stuff and left. Which means that when he killed the fatted calf, it was my calf. When he put the ring on his finger, it was my ring. And I don't know anybody in here that would not have raised the issue. I've been with you all this time. Never had a party for me. And yet still this wayward, wasteful spender is now enjoying my stuff. And so easily we would have made the fellow at home into a villain. I propose to you that the father is the star. Because the magnanimity of his splendiferous love is so wonderful that it makes normal look like evil. It's critical to grasp then that he is always the focus of the didactic or the teaching narrative. And whenever you move into the scriptures on any side, about any character, you want to see how Jesus is handling the situation. You got to forget the woman's blackness. You got to forget that she was from the Canaanite group. 
you got to forget that because she is not the significant piece in this text. If you understand this text very carefully, the narrative of this text is recognizing the humanity of Jesus. And it's a key to grasping the truth contained for the church. I propose to you that this is literally a smaller scale Gethsemane experience. And that is when the divinity and the humanity is in conflict. When the humanity and in, in fact in Gethsemane the conflict was so psychologically debilitating until his sweat glands produced blood. The doctors called that hemohydrosis. He was caught between his divinity, what it is he wanted to do. If I may just stretch that a little bit, I want you to think about Jesus in the position of the garden. And in the garden, no, sorry, in the wilderness, in the wilderness, he is saying to Satan, get thee behind me. He is putting Satan in his place. And it would seem to me, as you see him operating against the devil, and he's really working the devil, I mean, everything the devil puts at him, he throws something back at him, and he puts him in his place. And you want to say, go Jesus, go Jesus, go Jesus, get him, get him, get him, get him. But when you look at him in the garden, he has little power in the garden, but he has much power in the wilderness. I wonder if your wilderness experience is more anointed than your garden. I wonder if you have exhibited more power while you were in a place of suffering than you did in a place of comfort. Because if you notice, he is saying to his father, I have been with you from eternity and I know that if there is, if it's possible, you can let this pass from me. I know you can do what you want, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. There is a place in your humanity, even though you're filled with the spirit, there is a place in your humanity where you don't want to do what God wants you to do. And you have to succumb to him by simply saying, not my will be done, but your will let it be done. What we have here now is conflict. And I propose to you that Jesus is the problem in this text. He is used to faith. He always responds to faith. He never ever did turn his on faith. I wish I had the time. I, uh, indeed and in fact there are some times when you can see him grading faith and many times we give faith in A or B. Let me just go through it real quick. Uh, the leper comes to Jesus and the leper he is very modest but he is very confident. He realizes certain things about Jesus and he comes to Jesus and he simply says if thou wilt thou canst make me whole. If you don't heal me today, it's not because you can't do it. It's because you didn't want to do it. My confidence is you have all the power in the world to do whatever you choose to do. And I'm asking you to do it for me, but I understand if you don't do it, you just won't do it. But if thou wilt, thou 
hands make me whole I'll give him an A he goes over and he prays for Peter's wife and Peter's mother or wife, one of them I can't remember right off and he went to pray and it doesn't say whether or not they had much faith and so I give that faith a C since it's not uh, uh, one where she exhibited any kind of faithful qualities the disciples are on the boat in the same Matthew chapter 5 or uh, Matthew 8 and 9 and the disciples are on the boat and the disciples they uh, say carest thou not that we perish now it's one thing for you not to care about God it's another thing for you to think he doesn't care about you the level of decadence when you don't think God cares about you supersedes anything about you not caring about him because it's one thing you can't accuse God of and that's not loving you carest thou not that we perish we give their faith a deed now in spite of the level of faith whether or not it was a faith that he said I've never seen such faith not in all of Israel and yet still he didn't change any of the disciples to take the centurion he kept all of them even though he looked at them and said you have not shown me this kind of faith but he didn't change them did he he didn't get some new ones uh-huh. now understand this that even though we as evangelists talk about big faith and little faith check the scriptures God has never turned his back on any faith whether it was big or little we decide faith being big or little God says if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed you can say to that mountain get thee out of my face and the mountain will have to move God does not grade faith. We grade faith. God responds to faith. Can I preach like I feel it? Uh, let me go another way. Let me go another way. Uh, you can go from here to another part of Ghana and you can take a big road. You can go from here to another part of Ghana and connect to another part with a telephone cord. Now you can do it with Wi-Fi. Are you with me? It doesn't matter how the connection is. It doesn't matter how big the connection is. It doesn't matter how small the connection is. You just got to connect. That's the whole point. The point in serving God is connecting. Because I can tell you that he will bless me if I just get in his presence you can't tell me what he won't do if I get in his presence because it's in the presence of the Lord where victory is won it's in the presence of the Lord where demons are shut up it's in the presence of the Lord where finances are released it's in the presence of the Lord where joy is found it's in the presence of the Lord where he moves in a special anointing all you got to do is get into the presence of the Lord and anything can happen uh, I'm almost there 
it is critical now because he is the one who is having the difficulty he's having the difficulty because he's seeking his father's will for this particular woman and he's having a struggle with it that's why he answers not a word he doesn't say a thing to the woman and you and I know if somebody is speaking to you it's rude not to answer somebody's trying to get your attention and here is the Lord the Lord of the earth the God of all mercies the most spectacular being who had ever lived and the woman is bringing him faith and he's not seeing anything he's having a struggle he's having a struggle but understand this he learned obedience through the things that he suffered what we realize here is he is not only totally divine but he is totally human and humanity has weaknesses that aren't sinful can I go over that again you can be weak in your humanity and still not be sinful nevertheless not my will but thy will be done my humanity does not want to do it but my divinity is insisting I do it and it's bringing conflict in my life now I want you to notice now his location he is in Tyre and Sidon he is in a pagan land and I want you to remember if you will the Genesaret pagans it's something about being in the pagan land and particularly in this place because every time you said Canaanite to an Israelite it takes them back into their history uh, one writer said Bruner says this he says the adjective Canaanite to all readers of the Hebrew scriptures meant everything dangerous to the faith of Israel unquote see what Matthew now is showing us is that now Jesus is in a place where he's going to have a millennial struggle because Israel had always struggled with the Canaanites isn't it God who told them you better not serve their gods isn't it God who said none of these diseases will come upon you if you walk according to my principles and edicts isn't it these people who turned away from God to pick up the Canaanite gods and walked away from Jehovah you see the reason God did not want them to make any idols is because anytime you make an idol you reduce God and you reduce yourself can I take you deeper I'm gonna go deeper before I go higher you see God does not want you to make an idol because he made the idol he wanted can I go over that again uh, I got you now uh -huh. you see we made you and me in his own image 
So when he looks in the world, what he does and what he sees in the world is his image. Now for his image to make a four-footed beast when you are in the image of God, that's why he can't give you less than dominion. He's got to give you dominion because when he looks in the earth, he does not want to see his image as the tail. He wants to see his image as the head. He does not want to see his image subjected to demonic powers. When I look at my image, I want my image to control their situation. God never expected you to back up from your situation, but to walk into your situation and tell the devil, do you know whose image I'm in? Uh, get out of my house. I'm in the image of God. Hold it, young man. I don't want to blow a fuse. It's critical to understand this. You all rest a little bit now. That the Canaanites were a problem to the Israelites. And so anytime you see Canaan, you see trouble for Israel. Now you've got to understand now that here is Matthew showing that this woman is coming to Jesus. Now she comes to Jesus and she's coming in screaming. She's speaking loud and voluminous but she is awfully uncouth. She doesn't know how to behave in church. She doesn't know how to act around the saints. She is just somebody who is in need of a blessing now I don't know where she got it from because he is walking into a place where he has never been and yet still she has a revelation of who he is uh-huh how is it that she could look at Jesus and know all of a sudden here is my blessing here is my blessor she raises him up to heaven Jesus thou son of David have mercy on me then she sends him down to hell my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil I need you to go to hell for me and set my daughter free I wonder how many people in here can go to hell for you God is the only one when you have a relationship with him you can give him your praise and then send him on a mission where nobody else can go I feel I, I, I wish I had the time tonight give somebody a high five and say where did you send him lately where did you send him lately do you have the kind of relationship with God that you can send him where you want him to go can you send him to the bank and have the banker have the money ready when you get there can you send him to the hospital and have the doctor know what he's doing when you get there can you send him into the street and get the 
devil out of your path while you're moving can you send him to the house of God and have the fresh anointing waiting when you walk through the door can you send him in the middle of the night to see about folk who he put on your mind while you were sleeping and you woke up in the night not to go to the refrigerator but to get on your knees and send him to see about your relatives I haven't heard from my son Lord can you check him out I haven't seen my daughter Lord can you fix it for me is there anybody here that has a relationship with God where after you praise him you can send him on a mission I got news for you before you can send him anywhere you got to worship him first I feel like preaching in here I feel like devil devil's gotta go can I preach it like I feel it let me let me just look here let me you see I, there's no way I can walk in this room and I, I look at pastor come here pastor you gotta help me you know pastor is straight GQ if you ever see fashion you're looking at fashion faster is sharp uh, than a two-edged sword uh, I mean he's clean as a Safeway chitlin uh, I mean he's clean now I need $20 from pastor I just need $20 so I'm walking up to get $20 but when I look at him I can't ask him for $20 until I compliment how he looks man those shoes match your suit and boy that tie is sharp and you got your hair fixed just right uh, can I have $20 but I got to praise him first because he's high and lifted up and his train fills the temple and the twain they cover their face with twain they cover their feet and with twain they fly and they say holy 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 Lord God almighty the world is filled with your glory before you ask him for anything pull on your neighbor said before you ask him for anything you gotta worship him first you gotta tell him how good he looks and when you feel your praise coming up he'll get ready to move on your behalf anytime I feel it she came to him y'all sit down just a minute she came to him and she hollered at him because she had a serious need my daughter is seriously dressed with a devil she was uncouth but she was focused she was uncouth but she knew where her blessing was she was hollering I don't know if you've ever had a need where you forget your status you forget your achievement you forget that you gotta protect your face you forget personal dignity I need a blessing so bad that I don't care how I look I'm gonna holler till I get it I 
don't care who's with me. I'm going to look with my face messed up, but I'm not leaving without my blessing. Lord, don't come down my pew. Don't you come down here with the anointing on my seat because I'm going to act a fool to get a blessing. And if I'm sitting beside somebody that doesn't feel like praising God, uh, you can get up because I'm going to holler. I'm going to holler. But I'm not leaving without a blessing. I came here broken in my spirit. I came here broke in my pocket. I came here broken from my job. I came here broken and I see and feel the power of God. And when you feel the power, you got to seek him while he may be found. And you got to call upon him while he is near. And if you feel him right now, you want to open your mouth and holler one time. like shouting in the air. I feel like lifting him up. It was Paul Tillich who said, and I quote, Paul Tillich said, revelation as of the mystery is our ultimate concern. Yet revelation is invariably revelation for someone in a concrete situation of concern. Need becomes the basis for concern and the basis for revelation is need. He says if you hunger and thirst after righteousness you shall be filled. We've got too many sedity folk sitting in the church. They don't have any need. Everything is going their way. So when somebody comes in the house that's upsetting the church. Can I talk to you for a minute? Some of our churches need to be upset. We need it. Can I preach like I feel it? Uh, we, we go like this. If somebody's hollering too much beside us, we look at the usher as if to say, are you going to move them? And if they keep on hollering, you look at security and say, security, I'm being bothered. The disciples said, send her away because she hollereth after us. You must be crazy. Didn't nobody come over to the church to see you? We came to see Jesus. <laughs> like lifting him up I'm almost there give somebody a high five and say neighbor it ain't about you it's about Jesus and you can't do me like he can do me and I'm gonna hide. I'm in here for a blessing I'm in here for a blessing she upset Jesus so much and shook him up so much that he said but I'm not sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel give somebody a high five and say if he don't answer you holler some more if you don't hear from him holler again
If you don't get a word I got to holler I got to be blessed You came in here And you had good shoes on You came in here And your clothes were pristine You came in here With a pretty wife With a nice car I got holes in my shoes My clothes is raggedy My wife ain't no good And you want me to be quiet The devil is a liar Y'all sit down. I got work to do. The truth is, you've got to have need. Because when you have need, you're hungry. And when you come to church, you're not looking for a mess. I don't want to get in your business. I don't care what you're wearing. I've come for one reason. And that's to get a blessing from the Lord. And I want to tell the Lord, any way you bless me, I'll be satisfied. Find a way to bless my soul. I wish I had the strength tonight. Give somebody a high five and say, neighbor, I've got to have a blessing. I've got to get my blessing. And he's got to suspend the rules in order to give me my blessing. Lord, I'll wait on you till my blessing comes. Lord, I'll hold you till my blessing comes. Give somebody a high five. Say, don't let him go. Don't let him go. Hold him. Hold him till he cuts you loose. Hold him. The Bible said she worshipped him saying, she worshipped him saying, Lord help me. How is he worshipping? How is she worshipping? Because of what she asked him to do. I'm going to talk to you about this. She worshipped him by the level of her request. I can give you $10. You asked me for $10. Anybody can give you $10. You asked me for a million dollars and I'd be flattered that you think I have a million dollars to give you. But now you have just set me aside because anybody can give you a million. She worshipped him by asking him to go to hell to deliver his daughter. Why? Because nobody else can do that. Worship is not only in praising him. Worship is in how much you'll ask him to do. Because in how much you'll ask him to do, you set him aside from everybody. Because everybody can't go to hell and deliver your child. And I'm getting ready to close. But I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. And here's what God told me to tell you. While you were praising me, 
I was doing it at your house while you were glorifying me it's already done I feel like preaching in here I feel like lifting him up give somebody high five and say I owe him one more praise payment give somebody high five say keep making your payment your praise payment keep giving him praise he's working it out right now and I've got news for you when you go home it'll already Put your hands together. Give him praise. 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 Yesterday you can bring your seat to the altar. You took an envelope yesterday. You can drop it on the altar. The anointing is still fresh. The oil is still fresh. You can drop it. You made a pledge yesterday. You can drop it. Ah, I'm from everywhere. You made a blood yesterday. Drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. Whilst you are praising him, somebody pray, 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 somebody pray. Lift your voice and pray the Holy Ghost. Whichever area you need a miracle, lift your voice and pray. Send him to hell. Send him to the bar. Send him to the market. Wherever you need God to go, somebody pray the Holy Ghost. Ramaro Ragade, ragade bo, 
Rabababo, Ligado Soberagadia, Lift your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. God is ready to go to hell and bring you your miracle. God is ready to go to wherever you have to send it and bring in your miracle. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. There is coming a change of story. There is a coming a change of situation. There is coming a change of story. There is coming a change of situation. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Wow. Lift your hands to Jesus. The revelation that just came. He said, how much you want God to do determines how much you have to worship. How much you want God to do determines how much you got to worship. And no matter the level of your faith, you can still connect. Whether it is small faith or big faith or little faith. And how did the woman connect? He cried out to God. This is a season of change of story. We are not coming here for entertainment. I want you to lift up your two hands and whatever has been your prayer request we realize that you can send Jesus to her we want to worship for five minutes and then after the worship begin to draw from the fountain for if thou can believe all things are possible to him that believe glory Glory, glory to the Lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it, lift it. Glory, glory, glory.
was to echo the mighty Getting a miracle tonight. Love your Jesus is touching you. Jesus is healing you. 
Someone's life has changed. Someone is getting healed. Someone is getting a miracle. Can I answer Lord? When I
This is the change of story conference. He said the woman took Jesus to heaven by worship and he brought him to hell where your miracle has been held. What a revelation. Lift your hands. Stop looking at people. He said there are things only God can do. There are places only Jesus can enter. And you only get connected by worship. Lift your hands. Worship him for that issue that you have. Worship him for that problem that you have. 
worship him for that problem that you have nothing is impossible with God worship him for that problem that you have don't pray for it worship for it Jesus thou son of David have mercy for my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil he took him to heaven and brought him Tell him, Father, I worship you for this issue. I need that accommodation. I worship you for that. I need that breakthrough in my ministry. I worship you for that. I need a change of story. I worship you for that. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Oh, thank you for miracles everywhere. Thank you for miracles everywhere. Thank you for miracles everywhere. Thank you for miracles. Oh, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you. We honor you. I don't know the bigness of your miracle. This is a revelation I've never heard in my life. The intensity of your worship determines how far Jesus can go for you. The intensity of your worship determines how far he can go with you we know prayer is powerful but today there is another revelation about worship you want him to go to hell for you send him to heaven oh my god oh my god you are bigger bigger than the biggest you are stronger stronger than the strongest you are higher you are higher higher than the high from greater greater than the greatest you are bigger bigger than the biggest you are stronger stronger than the strong you are high you are high Oh, Father, thank you. How many of you feel that we are blessed this week? Oh, Jesus, my God. It will take us many days to think about the messages and yeah. to come out of it. Mm. I want you to thank God for the messages that came. Just yes. lift your hands and thank you. Yes, Lord. We are, we are closing. Just lift your hands and thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Many people came from Kumasi and other places. They got to go. They got to go. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and thank you. 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 Oh, Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you praise. Somebody's story is changed. Amen. Somebody's story is transformed. Amen. Somebody's story is being changed. Yes. Somebody's story is being transformed. Yes. Oh, thank you, Lord. 
You are bigger. Sing that song. You are strong. Close your eyes and lift your hands. We'll sing this song for the last time. You are bigger. You are strong. You are high. You are great. You are big. Lift it up. You are strong. You are higher. You are greater. your hands and thank you for the miracle you have received. Father, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. Glory, 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 Thank you, After the woman gave the worship, Jesus said, go home. Your daughter is where? I stand here in the stead of the bishop the way Jonah say, Go home. Your situation is well. Amen. Your crisis, it is well. Amen. That issue that has bothered you, it is well. Amen. And we want to lift one prayer for Bishop Jones as he's going back with the team. We pray as they have been a blessing to us. May the Lord carry them on the wings of eagles. Lift a prayer right now. Pray for them. May the Lord carry them on the wings of eagles. Send them back. Send them back. Send them back. May the Lord carry them on the wings of eagles. And send them back. 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 Oh, glory, 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 glory. Thank you. Pray for his family. Thank you, Lord. Pray for his wife. Pray for his church. Those who give, get more. May the Lord give him more. More strength. More power. More anointing. 73. May the Lord keep him. We need such men in the system. 
He may not be indispensable, but he's irreplaceable. Father, we thank you. We bless you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you glory. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, something good has happened to you. Clap your hands, clap your hands and take your seat. God bless you. We are happy to have you. God bless you for coming. It's been an amazing time. Now the Bible said the seed is the word. Once the word is dropped, something, something will grow out. A miracle will come out. All you need was to come here to get a seed. And the seed has been dropped. And one thing I heard I'll never forget. Humility brings unity. So wherever there is confusion, somebody is becoming a rebel. I pray that there's going to be unity in marriages, unity in churches, unity in ministries everywhere. So that we can all be humble. You are here tonight, probably you are not born again. And you look at what is happening and say, man, what is happening here? In heaven, it's going to be more wilder. In heaven, our brothers from South Africa will join us. Um, Asia will join us. The Chinese people will join us. Everybody, and we are going to worship the Lord together. If you are here tonight, and you know that if you die, you don't make heaven. That is all that the gathering is about. You are not born again. Or you used to be born again, but somewhere, somehow, you have left church. I want to call two groups of people. Those that are not sure that if Jesus comes tonight, they will make it to heaven. And those who used to be in church, but somewhere, somehow, they left. Today, spoke about the prodigal son. No matter how far you have gone, you can come back home. So now, making an altar call. If you are here, you are not born again. Somebody invited you, you came by yourself, or you are watching on television, live, or you are on social media, wherever you are. I want you to make a decision to follow Jesus today. So wherever you are, lift your hands very high. Lift your hands very high. You are not born again. You are not sure that if you die today, you will make it to heaven. Don't look at anybody. Look at yourself. You are upstairs. You are there dominion chapel wherever you are by the count of seven you must find yourself in front of this altar and wherever you are sitting if somebody raise their hands encourage the person to come and make the greatest decision anybody can ever make in his life you are not aware what shall we profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses soul so you are here you are not born again today you want to see jesus i'm coming back to you stand up and walk to the altar quickly wherever you are quickly stand up stand up come come to the altar you are upstairs come you are behind come wherever you are 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 pastor used to go to church i don't know what happened something happened i left church no 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 jesus still loves you you have committed 21 abortions. Jesus still loves you. You even killed somebody. Jesus still loves you. He loves every, he loves the sinner. In fact, this program is because somebody needs to be rescued. So if you don't know Jesus anywhere, I know many have been intimidated by the crowd. No, 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 no. He said that that day, if you cannot appear in front of the people before me, I will also be ashamed of you. So don't let the crowd intimidate you. I'm counting five. If you know that today is your day of salvation, make sure you make your way to the front. One, 
wherever you are stand up i see you there i don't think everybody in this auditorium is born again and let me put it in another way are you sure if jesus come tonight you are going to make it two wherever you are come i'm not tired of making this altar call i'm still making it <laughs> if we can preach for an hour we can make an altar call for an hour and look for those who are appointed for salvation three maybe tonight is going to be the last night somebody's grace is about to be exhausted you are in church but you are like this you are like this you are like this and you are like this grace is about to get finished make a decision to follow jesus number four is there anybody appointed for salvation tonight anyone appointed for salvation tonight five anyone appointed for salvation tonight even if this brother is the only one that came jesus said there is joy in heaven over one sinner that repents i tell you sir lift up your hands say jesus i come to you today i'm a sinner please forgive me my sins i open my heart come into my heart i receive you as my lord and personal savior wash away all my sins by your blood and maintain my name in the book of life amen amen you give the biggest shout glory to god glory to god glory to god glory to god thank you for listening to this message we believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the holy spirit Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kojo Bwatindempa. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kojo Bwatindempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter.